You're listening to All Aboard, presented by Coors Light. Live from the Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen in Tempe with Sun Devil head football coach Herm Edwards. Now alongside Coach Edwards, the voice of the Sun Devils, Tim Healy. Well, it certainly was a homecoming to remember for the Arizona State Sun Devils in 2018. In Coach Herm Edwards' first homecoming game as ASU coach, the Sun Devils turned in their finest all-around performance of the season last Saturday in a 38-20 route of the Pac-12 South Division-leading Utah Utes. Now the Sun Devils have their sights set on this Saturday and their final home game of the season as the UCLA Bruins visit Sun Devil Stadium for a 12-noon kickoff on what will be ASU Senior Day and Salute to Service Day as well. Join us over the next hour as we reflect back on the Devils' win over Utah and look ahead to Saturday's Senior Day contest with UCLA as we welcome you all aboard with Herm Edwards presented by Coors Light. Good evening, everybody. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of Arizona State football. With me, as always, first-year Sun Devil head coach Herm Edwards. And together, Herm and I are here with you every Thursday night at this time during the college football season with the latest developments in Sun Devil football. Our new home for the coaches show this season has been the Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen, located on First and Farmer near downtown Tempe, Arizona. The Lodge has been a splendid venue for the show all season long, and we invite you to come on down and join in on the fun. Great food and drink. All kinds of sports on the TV. Steelers, Panthers. We got the Rockets and the Thunder and soccer and all kinds of good stuff on television. But you know what? There's a lot of great Sun Devil fans here, and we're going to have some good Sun Devil football conversation. It's available to you each and every Thursday night at the Lodge. We have some good guests lined up to join us this evening. Sun Devil defensive coordinator Danny Gonzalez will make a return visit to the show tonight, while two of his top defensive backs, Tillman back Jalen Harvey and true freshman safety Ashari Crosswell, will drop by as well. Just like a football game, this show is formatted in quarters. So now, let's get to the first quarter of tonight's program. Welcome to All Aboard, presented by Coors Light. First quarter. And time to bring in my co-host, Sun Devil head football coach, Herm Edwards. Herm, how are you tonight? I am well, and uh, our fan base continues to support us. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's a fabulous this might, be, this might be the biggest crowd of the year, I think. Well, you say that every week, but well, you're probably Well, I think right. I mean it this week. <laughs> yeah, Honest no. to God. We have a, a great fan base, and can't say enough about last week uh, coming home. Uh, and really walking into the stadium and uh, the fans being excited about watching these guys play. And, boy, they had a lot to be excited about after the game was over. That was a fun game to call. I think a fun game to watch, a great football game and a terrific performance by your team, especially in the second half. What stood out most to you on Saturday? Well, a couple things. I I thought our offense in the last two weeks now has done a nice job of of, of really moving the football and scoring points. Our defense has done an, an outstanding job of taking the ball away. And when you think about an offense that we face, Utah, they were averaging about 41 points a game yeah. going into this. Had scored 40 and, or more in all four of their wins going into that game. And defensively, the second half held them to three points. And, and that says a lot about uh, the players as well as Danny Gonzalez and his crew of, of defensive coaches. And, and Rob Likens is doing a great job with the offense. And the offensive line is really blocking well. And that gets the running game going. How, let's check out some of these numbers. Utah came into the game third in the nation 
third in the nation in run defense. They'd been giving up an average of 81 rushing yards a game. Arizona State ran for 251 yards on Saturday, 175 of them coming from Eno Benjamin. Boy, what a terrific year he has had. Well, when you think about the three offensive players that, that really have played well, and the whole team has played well right, the last right. two weeks, but the three guys that have to play well offensively for you are your stars. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, the stars are playing well. Uh, Manny is, is, is playing outstanding football at the quarterback position. What can we say enough about Nikhil Henry, what he's been able to do, and yeah. then you got Eno. And so when that's going all together, it, the offense has a flow to it. Um, we possess the ball for long periods of time, which is good. We had it for, what, 36 minutes mm-hmm. the last game. So that, that helps you, and it, and it rests the defense. And, and the defense is starting to come together. You know, it's a young defense for the most part. And uh, I just love the way that they compete every week. And that's one thing I have to give uh, the players credit for. Uh, Whatever they have in their, their body, they leave it on the grass. Yep. And, and that's important because you, you want to play football that way. And, and these guys are starting to learn how to do that. Can't say enough about the coaching staff. I mean, I've got some really, really good coaches on both sides of the football, and they're doing an excellent job coaching. You just touched on a point that you've talked about, and you brought up a phrase that I think is great, complementary football. It's and it, When you watch the game, it's how one unit – can impact another. Like you said, when your offense is on the field for 36 minutes, your defense is on the sideline getting rest so that when they're out there, they're more effective and how one can help the other. And I think we're learning that. And as I said, you know, coming out of the gates early in the season, you really don't know who you are. You have an idea who what you want to become. But then the players, they're the ones that determine what you're going to become on offense and defense as well as special teams. And I think our coaches have done a nice job of adjusting to the players and putting them in position to succeed. And that's what you have to do as a coach. It's never about the system. The system is the players. It's always been about the players for me personally. And when you can develop a system around the players you have, they have a chance to flourish and have a chance to feel good about themselves when you ask them to do certain things. My broadcast partner, Jeff Van Raphorst, of course, the 1987 Rose Bowl MVP, is, in my opinion, the best radio analyst in the country. But I'm kind of mad at him this week because he came up with a great phrase, and I'm jealous because I wish I had come up with it. Because <laughs> when we des- we were trying to decide last week who was going to be our player of the game, and uh, we just kind of took the diplomatic way out and say, well, let's let's make it co-players uh, uh, between uh, Nikhil Harry and Eno Benjamin. And Rapper came up with a phrase that I think is fantastic. ASU ought to market those two as Nakino. And <laughs> that's okay. uh, so, so that's so that our our MVP last week was Nakino, and I think it was the second straight week that that was the situation because Nikhil Harry nine receptions, 161 yards, and a career high three touchdown catches. And we mentioned the the great work that Eno Benjamin has done. And uh, Herm, I'm wondering if Manny Wilkins may have played one of his best games as a Sun Devil, considering the caliber of the opponent. Nine 19 of 24 passing, 285 yards, three touchdowns. It's quite a performance. And when you think about it, not a lot of attempts. And and that's even more difficult for quarterbacks. You know, we've gotten into a groove now running the football. We ran the football 50 times. (laughs) So... You when love you that when you see a stat there, sheet, don't you? Huh? Uh, when you see 50 runs on there, it makes you smile. And just 24, 24, 24 passes. passes, you're doing pretty good. Uh, and, and 
to do that, you have to be an accurate quarterback because you don't get a lot of opportunities. And so I think the last two weeks he's really dialed in and, and made a lot of plays for us in the passing game. What did the late Daryl Royal, the coach at Texas, didn't he once say that when you throw the ball, three things can happen oh, and two of them are bad? Really, 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 really bad. <laughs> so, really bad. Oh, man. But your defense has really started to come on, too. I think Danny and his staff are doing a terrific job there. They're starting to get the hang of this 3-3-5, aren't they? Yeah, they, they are, and um, it, it takes a while. I mean, this is a new system. It's not like offensively. Offensively, the system was similar. We, we, we tweaked a couple of things. This was a brand-new start from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Just build it up, and I think the players are starting to uh, understand what's required. And I think the thing they do very well is they compete. And when you play defense, you, you have to have a, that kind of attitude that, you know, things are going to happen. I mean, college football is a, is a game of scoring. Uh, people are going to move the ball on you. But there, there's there's moments in the game where uh, you have to make plays defensively. And obviously the second half after the adjustments that Danny and his guys made, um, we shut the run down for the most part and yeah. held them to three points. That's, that's, that's a nice effort. And the big thing is you took the ball away. Yeah, uh, those important. takeaways, man, I tell you, when they happen, good things happen. Three of them, uh, uh, we're going to talk to Ashari about his interception. He finally got an interception over Ashari. <laughs> he's been telling me how these good hands he has. Right. Right. Now, Jalen, he didn't have any excuses because he's got good hands. He's a former receiver. That's right. That's Ashari's right. telling everybody how good hands he has. Every time I see him, he's bouncing the ball around. Yep. You know, and then Mer- Merlin Robertson gets a pick. Kobe, yeah. Interesting. Kobe Williams had the uh, game clincher at the end of the game, but two of the three picks by true freshman yeah, how about got that a, yeah we've got a, a lot of young players you know it's, it's not only the freshmen but think about what Jalen Harvey's accomplished oh uh, that's I mean phenomenal. that young man was the, the leading third down receiver in the country and he decided to play defense this is the first time he's ever played defense and just look how he's progressed your leading tackler since since the beginning of the season he's done a marvelous job of playing maybe the toughest position that we ask a player to play the Tillman position yeah. so I mean that's a credit to him it's credit to to Danny and his staff and and uh I enjoy watching these guys grow as football players. I have, I'm have i very fortunate to be here as their head coach, uh, and I can't say enough about the staff that I have assembled and, and how they coach these young guys. And they have their best interests in mind. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not only about the football, but it's about teach them how to be men. Yep. You know, and if we don't teach them to be better men, then we failed them. Mm-hmm. We've actually failed them. And, and that's just always been my pet peeve as a coach. If all you can do is coach O.T., uh, X's and O's, that's that's not good enough. No. Um, the things they learn, the life lessons they learn from playing this great game of football will make them better men in their lives and make them better husbands and community guys and fathers and all those things. And and I think you'll get a, a glimpse of that uh, on Saturday because it'll be your first senior day as head coach. And I would imagine what you, you just said that eloquently, but uh, when you look a parent in the eye on a senior day, I think you want to be able to say, Mom and Dad, we did the best we could to mold your son into a man, not just a football player, but a man. And you're going to tell the 16 Sun Devil seniors will be playing their final home game on Saturday. Oh, it'll be emotional. There's no doubt about it for the families and for the players as well. And um, I can't wait to embrace those guys when they walk out of that tunnel. I told them all this week, I said, this will be the last time you ever play in the stadium. That's it. And just that was over. And I said, you know, we want to make sure we do this right for you and for your family. And uh, I think it's going to be quite an emotional day for these This guys, will be your first. Do you, do you get a sense well, of yeah, what it's going to be like? Well, I, have, I got a sense of it. Um, you know, when my son was a senior, I couldn't go to watch his last game. Oh, he says mom went. Mm-hmm. But I was coaching football. I was in the middle of a playoff run. Wow. <laughs> you know, one of those deals. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I can imagine what it – I've seen – I went to a high school game here about three weeks ago and had senior night. And there. I kind of – yeah, at the mm-hmm. high school. 
and I watched the parents on the field and the kids coming out. You know, it was it was quite emotional. Yeah. Yeah, and and it it it, it is for us even as observers. Yeah. You know, you watch these kids, and in our position, we interact with them, interview them, bring them on the show, and it's fun to see some kids develop. Uh, freshmen that won't say two words become seniors who you can't shut up. You know, yeah. it's like it, it's it, they they really are able to mature as men during that four or five year period. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because we have so many freshmen, and I can remember the first couple of weeks going to practice with these young guys, Rashari and the rest of these guys, Merlin and Butler and Lole and these guys. You yeah. know, they don't say a word. They just kind of walk around going like this. You know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, yeah. they're like, they're, they're telling me jokes. They're saying, coach, they put their armor around me. Coach. I said, what happened to this guy? He didn't say anything for like two months. And now they're talking. Now he's telling jokes. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's a lot of fun. Your UCLA, the UCLA Bruins are here on Saturday. Chip Kelly's first year at UCLA, and it's been a rough go. Two and seven. They're playing a lot of freshmen. Uh, they show when I see them, they show flashes mm. of what they I think will probably be be becoming in the next year or two. What's your take on Chip's team? You, you make a great point, and they're going through the same thing we're going through, as well as Arizona. There's a process, and he's going through the process. We're going through the process as well, and um, he's starting a lot of young guys. Uh, they're very competitive, very talented. They have talented players on both sides of the ball. They, they, their issue when you watch them a little bit is they've turned the ball over, a lot of fouls, mm-hmm. but they've been very competitive in their games. Some of us, now we, 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 we've won some of those. Yeah. But uh, Coach is a marvelous football coach, and he'll get this thing turned. Uh, it's kind of fun to watch them because we're going through the same thing. We'll probably talk, uh, you know, I know Chip, and we'll, we'll talk before the game and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll converse about his situation and my situation. It's, it's kind of funny that way, but um, they're a very talented football team. And you got to know him a little bit, like you said, when he was uh, coaching in the league. With yeah, the Eagles um, and the actually, 49ers. yes. And um, when he was the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles team that I actually played for, um, I was honorary captain. Okay, uh, that's right. He was invited back, and my family went, and, you know, the whole nine yards. And, and then when he worked for the San Francisco 49ers, he had me come up, and I went up there for a couple of days and, yeah. and visited with him. So uh, he's a fine football coach, no doubt. They do have some good athletes on their team. Uh, they've got a running back who is a UC Davis transfer, Joshua Kelly. He's the sixth leading running back in the Pac-12 with 820 yards, and he's been like the focal point of their offense. Yeah, he's done a nice job of running, and uh, he's a downhill runner as well, has some speed. He can get outside and breaks tackles, similar to the runner last week. Mm-hmm. You know, tough guy, can, can, can run. Zach Moss. Yeah, it, it, it takes more than one guy to, to tackle him. And they, they've been, kind of been in and out with the quarterback, have a young quarterback that's very talented. They can they got a big tight end that can run and catch. They, they, got, they got some players, and Chip will get this thing turned around. I mean, it's just a matter of time. It's a process like what we're doing. We're trying to build something. Absolutely, a process. For the world's most refreshing beer, 21 means 21. Celebrate responsibly with Coors Light. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We are just getting rolling on tonight's edition of All Aboard with Herm Edwards. Defensive coordinator Danny Gonzalez nominated this week for the Broyles Award that goes to college football's top assistant coach. will join us a bit later on. And up next, we'll visit with two of the Sun Devil's safeties, one of whom will be playing his final home game Saturday. Senior Tillman back Jalen Harvey and freshman safety Ashari Crosswell will drop by after these messages. You're listening to All Aboard, presented by Coors Light, live from the Lodge Sasquatch kitchen in Tempe. Now this time out on the Sun Devil Radio Network presented by Gila River Hotels and Casinos. Let's start the second quarter of All Aboard presented by Coors Light. 
You know, on game day, leave the driving to Lyft, proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Download the app and enter the code SUNDEVILS for $5 off your first four rides. A reminder, fans, the 2018 Sun Devil Football Awards Banquet is coming up on Sunday, December 2nd at the JW Marriott Camelback Inn. Join Coach Herm Edwards, his staff, and players and be a part of this great annual event that celebrates the 2018 season and honors the Sun Devil seniors as well. Tickets are $200 per person, or you can purchase a table of 10 starting at $1,500. To register, log on to www.sundevilclub.com slash football dash banquet. Welcome back to All Aboard with Herm Edwards, presented by Coors Light. I'm Tim Healy, the radio voice of Sun Devil Football and your host for tonight's show. Time now to welcome in our player guest this evening, two members of the Sun Devil Defensive Secondary. Our first guest is one of four freshmen, four freshmen who started on defense last week against Utah, and he came up with his first career interception on a tip pass at the goal line in the first quarter. The Sun Devils team leader in pass breakups with six. He is from Long Beach Poly in the Los Angeles area. Say hello to safety Ashari Crosswell. Ashari, thanks for coming on, bud. Thanks for having me. And our other player guest tonight is one of 16 Sun Devil seniors who will be playing their final home game Saturday on Senior Day against UCLA. As a Coach referenced in the first segment, he made the unusual move of transitioning from an offensive wide receiver to a defensive back in his final year at Arizona State. How has that transition gone? Well, he's only the Sun Devils' leading tackler on the season with 66. He's from El Cerrito, California, and we welcome Jalen Harvey to the show. Good to see you, Jalen. How you doing? These four years, are, they've just flown by, haven't they? Yes, sir. It, it just gets on you in a heartbeat. Uh, let's let's start with you. Talk about the decision uh, that you made in the offseason, how that all came about. You're three years a wide receiver. As Coach uh, Edwards mentioned, you were one of the best third-down receivers in the country last year, and yet you decide to make <coughs> excuse me the, uh, the move over to defensive back. Uh, I just felt like it was a move um, that was decided for myself. You know, I talked to my family about it, and um, I told my mom, the night that I was talking to Herm, I mean, uh, the next day that I talked to Herm, the night before I talked to my mom about the decision that I'm about to make, you know, the next day I went to Coach Herm and we, you know, talked it out and he told me to wait a few days, and, you know, before spring ball. So once the spring ball came around, I told him, you know, I don't, I don't feel like waiting. You know, this is my decision. And he wow. stuck with it. That's that's an amazing decision, too, because most guys, you see a lot of players that will make the opposite move, a defensive player that will, like a DB that might become a wide receiver or running back. You went the other way. What were the things about playing on defense that were so attractive to you? Um, uh, I played it in high school, to be honest. You know, I was getting recruited as a defensive player, you know, uh, in other schools. But, um, you know, the language is way different, you know, from offense to defense, you know, um, just having good eyes out there, you know, Coach Herm always saying it, you know, Coach Gonzalez is, you know, always telling us as a unit to have great eyes. So, you know, that's that's one thing I've been learning. But just, you know, going out there and having high energy, you know, I feel like I've been had that, you know, on the other side of the ball. So. And you were known as a physical receiver. I think you told me earlier this year, if you're going to be hitting people, you might as well get credit for it, right? Might as well. There you go. And the, look at him, 66 tackles on the year, most on the team. Ashari, did you play offense when you were in high school? Yeah, I did. I played a little bit of running back, but uh, Coach AP needed me more on defense, so I just stuck to playing defense. And what do you like most about playing defense? Um, just being physical, making plays. Uh, I've been doing that since I was little, so mm -hmm. 
I'm just going to keep on doing it. <laughs> now, you're a freshman. Jalen's a senior. What did you think of his move from offense to defense um, as a teammate? If Jalen can do it, anybody can do it. I mean, that's a big move right there. And like he said, he stuck to. He felt like he he wanted to play defense, so that's what he did. If you believe in to do that, then you can do it. And do you believe in you can do it? Jalen, what would have been the most challenging aspects of the transition for you? The most challenging? Yeah. Um, like I said, just um, just a new language, you know, learning the concepts of, um, you know, the routes, you know, because I used to play offense, you know, as y'all know, but uh, sometimes being on the other side of the ball, you know, you got to read your keys so much, and, you know, you might forget about where the slot is lining up in his alignment, mm-hmm. and sometimes I know the route, right. but I'd be so caught up in the assignment that I have, so I'd be like, dang, I could have, you know, been there fast enough, but... How do you feel? Are you starting to get more where you're just playing and not thinking now, getting used to the three-three-five and getting used to being on defense? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. How about you, uh, Ashari? What's been the biggest transition from high school ball to college ball for you? Um, I can say it's way faster. You know, uh, high school ball is a little, you know, a little different. But when I got to this college level, it was way faster. Tempo was way, everything was tempo faster. So I had to get used to that. Once I get used, once I uh, got used to the tempo, it was a, it was, it was a better opportunity for me to just come out there and make plays. And that's what I've been doing. You guys have both made plays in this 3-3-5 scheme. Ashari, give me your thoughts on this defense. I, I think the players who play it, I know the guys we've talked to up front, they love it because uh, opposing offenses don't know where the pressure is going to come from. As a defensive back, what do you like about the 3-3-5? Um, we have different schemes for any play. We just, it's just like a different type of off, like defense. For, uh, no, a lot of people won't. They won't know what we're doing because the type of uh, plays we're running, they won't even expect what what Tillman will go or what safety will go. You know, any ranger, both rangers will go. So it's just a different type of defense, and that I never played for. I never did this type of defense before. So when Coach Gonzalez uh, introduced me to this type of defense, it was new to me. I had to learn it fast as a freshman. You know, so. I just want to thank him for putting me on this type of defense because it's just, it's just a great defense, and he's a great coach, and I really appreciate him. Yeah, and uh, it, it sounds to me like I asked Jalen, I ask you, are you getting to the point now where you're playing and not thinking, or is that, that, that's got to be a difficult transition at first, right. isn't it? Right, yeah. Um, it's more of a, yes, you got to don't think too much about it. Just play, play your game. Like Coach Herman always say, just do your, be yourself, play your game, and that's what you got to do. Jalen, you're playing the Tillman position. First of all, I got to ask you, what's it like to play a position named after a Sun Devil icon, the late Pat Tillman? To be honest, it's a blessing. Um, you know, I can't really say too much about it, but just going out there having high, you know, high energy, and uh, when I walk around, you know, throughout these three years and four years, just seeing the highlights, you know, that's just posted around the the um, the stadium. You know, I I feel like that I got to represent them like that. You know, fly around the ball, get them type of tackles. So it's a blessing. Absolutely, what an honor it is, and it's a challenging position. Talk about the challenges uh, and and the responsibilities you have in that position. Uh, the challenges, just um, having clean eyes, um, just reading like reading where the um, where the pullers are going. Mm-hmm. You know, and even on like where the tight end is set. So that comes with me and uh, the Rangers have to talk, you know. But um, other than that, you know, I feel like Coach Gonzalez, you know, throughout each and every week, you know, he has a, a good game plan for us. 
And I feel like, you know, the plays that we make, you know, he already sees it for us. So, you know, when we do make them, you know, he's, you know, he's happy, but it's like, you know, he, he set it down for us. Yeah. So we just had to go out there and play. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Absolutely. Ashari, you got your first pick last week against Utah. Walk us through that play. I thought it was a momentum changer in that uh, first quarter there. Right. That was uh, a, a little bit of uh, a juggling act with the ball <laughs> down there, huh? Yeah, um, well... We was in. It was a uh, man coverage defense. Um, the slide was pretty fast. I'm like, I got beat on the play. I was beat on the play, but I, I recovered. Jalen Dixon was the kid's name from Utah. Right. The guy, the intended receiver. Right. Yeah. Pretty fast. Uh, good right, slot receiver. Um, I was beat on the play, running down the field. I seen. Um, I seen uh, the rush. The defense rush. Everybody was rushing the damn boy. I looked back. The sun was in my eye. I couldn't really see nothing. We both couldn't see nothing at the time. Yeah. But um, that one o'clock kickoff will do that right. to you, won't it? Huh? <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. And the uh, noon kickoff this Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. So when when that happened, I seen he juggled the ball, and then once once he did that, I seen the ball was uh, in the um, air for a little bit, and I just snatched it. I had to get that more my first pick. I was not gonna let nobody take that from me because I've been dropping a lot of them too. So. <laughs> Once I got the pick, I just I was trying to take it to the house a little bit. Then I got a little tired at the end. You got halfway there. Right? Halfway there. Yep. 47-yard 40, line, 47-yard return. Right. But your team scored a touchdown after that to go up 14 nothing. And even though Utah came back and took the lead, Jalen, your club has shown a lot of resilience, aren't they? Two straight, two straight weeks, USC and Utah, where you had early leads, lost them, and yet found the way to get the lead back and uh, end up winning the game. What, what are you seeing in this team in that regard, re- in this resilience? Just knowing how to deal with adversity, you know, because um, at times, you know, we might get mad at each other, you know, mad at certain calls or with the, you know, Coach G or just whoever's calling the play, you know, we might get mad, but just having Coach Herm and Coach G come over there and tell us, you know, it's all right, you know, we were uh, recoup as a whole unit, you know, you, you know, it can't get better than that. You're from the L.A. area, Shari, from uh, Long Beach Poly. How special will it be to play the UCLA Bruins for you on this Saturday? Oh, it's going to be very special. I go, um, some of the people on the team I, I play against and I play with, so it's going to be a real physical especially it's gonna be all business at the end of the day mm-hmm. even though i know them guys but it's business and after after the uh, game is over it's still we gonna be family at the end of the day yeah is there a danger of taking them lightly with the two and seven record you guys have a lot at stake in this game don't you right we do when i always not take we can't take them lightly because like Coach Trump say they just like us it's just they got a you know mm-hmm. uh, horrible record so it's like we can't take them that lightly because it's just the, it's just because of their record we got to still execute we still got to make plays and we still got to come up with the victory and you know how good some of those guys are on that team because like you just said you played with or against a lot of them didn't right. you right who in particular are some of the guys you know um, I grew up with uh, uh, I didn't grow up with them but I played against and I played with uh, the wide receivers named Kyle Phillips You're right um, Kyle Phillips, uh, the quarterback. I played. I played. I didn't play with him, but I played against him. His uh-huh. name, uh, you know, Darian Thompson. Thompson Robinson, yeah. Right, uh-huh. and the safety. His he's a freshman too. His name Baylock. Yes, yeah. Stephen Blaylock. Stephen right. Blaylock, yeah. right? Yeah, that's my boy. I mean, they they have a bunch of good athletes on right. that team. Jalen, besides being a big game uh, against UCLA, with your team still. Uh, in control of its destiny in the Pac-12 South, it's also your senior day. Share with us what are some of the thoughts and emotions. Uh, I, when you came up on stage to get ready for this segment, you said you really haven't thought a whole lot about it. 
What's, what, 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 what do you sense the experience will be like when you walk out on the field Saturday? Um, to be honest, just seeing, you know, my mom and my little brother out there waiting for me, you know, to take a picture, you know, especially my mom, you know, just seeing me throughout these whole these whole years, you know, that I've been, you know, been here, you know, with the ups and downs, you know, seeing coaches come and go, you know. Um, but overall, you know, like you said, I haven't really thought about it. You know, it's probably going to hit me when I get there, you know, get out there on the field. But the overall goal is getting that win. That's all I know. Absolutely. What and how do you think your senior group will be remembered here? I mean, some really good, besides yourself, guys like Manny Wilkins, uh, right tackle Quinn Bailey, who's played so well in the offensive line this year, Rennell Wren, DeMonte King, just a few of the 16 seniors. How do you think your group will be remembered? Just learning how to fight through adversity. You know, because like I said, throughout all the coaches, you know, that and, you know, came and go, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, just leave a relationship, you know, with that certain coach. You know, he sit here, you know, stay here for a year, then he ends up leaving. Then you got to have another relationship with another coach. So it's just, you know, it's being able to adapt to everything. Mm-hmm. Ashari, how are you going to remember this senior group, the guys that uh, you looked up to in your first year as a college football player? Um, just take it in. I'm going to lick up to Jay. I'm going to miss my boy, Jalen, man. You know, this is my boy. Man. Even when I came in, he's been real since day one. So, every, not even him. People on the offensive, too. So, yeah. I'm just going to remember them. We're going to keep in touch. And all, man, always going to keep in touch with the seniors. Never lose, uh, never lose like, that type of relationship with some real people like that. So They set a good example for you guys right. in, their fir- in your first year, didn't right. they? Two great young men joining us on the show tonight. Jalen Harvey, congratulations on a great career at Arizona State, buddy. Ashari, great job, bud. Thanks for joining us. Ashari Crosswell, Jalen Harvey, our guest tonight on All Aboard. For the world's most refreshing beer, 21 means 21. Celebrate responsibly with Coors Light, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Up next, a visit with Sun Devil Defensive Coordinator Danny Gonzalez. You're listening to All Aboard with Herm Edwards, presented by Coors Light, live from the Lodge in Tempe. I'm Tim Healy, and now this time out on the Sun Devil Radio Network. This is All Aboard, presented by Coors Light. Third quarter. A college football team needs a quality night's rest the evening before the big game, and that's exactly what the Sun Devils get at the Hilton Scottsdale, where the team stays before all home games once again in 2018. We welcome you back to the show, coming your way from the Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen on First and Farmer in Tempe. I'm Tim Healy, the radio voice of Sun Devil Football. Glad you joined us tonight. Say, fans, help us pack Sun Devil Stadium this coming Saturday at 12 noon for the critical Pac-12 South matchup against UCLA. Sun Devil Athletics has partnered with Coca-Cola to make select tickets available for just $20 to watch the Sun Devils and the Bruins on ASU Senior Day and Salute to Service Day. Get your tickets at www.sundevilticketscom or by calling the Sun Devil Ticket Office at 480-727-0000. Again, select tickets available for just $20 for Saturday's season finale against UCLA. In this segment, we visit each week with a member of Coach Herm Edwards' staff at Arizona State, and tonight we get a return visit from a gentleman who's become a good friend in his first season as ASU's defensive coordinator. Those of us who follow Sun Devil football know what a terrific job he and his staff have done as the architects of a conspicuously improved Arizona State defense in 2018. I think the rest of the college football world has taken notice as well, 
because earlier this week he was named one of 53 nominees for the Broyles Award given annually to the top assistant coach in college football. We welcome to the show Sun Devil defensive coordinator Danny Gonzalez. Danny, great to see you, partner. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All those kind words you said about me. It's all because we have great players, and, and Coach Edwards great, gave me this great opportunity. First, the lodge. This place is unbelievable. Isn't it? The food is great. Awesome. My daughters are running around here like it's a zoo. I mean, this it couldn't be any better. What a great place to have this. Sandra can't keep up with her. No, she got me. My, my lovely wife is – she allows me to be – Spend as much time as I can to try and be as good as we are, and she's unbelievable. She's the best coach's wife ever, so I'm very blessed. This is just a little personal aside, but I think it's really cool. Sandra comes to the facility every Wednesday, and you and her have lunch together there after practice because coaches very seldom get to see their families during the week, and I think that's a pretty darn cool midweek uh, lunch date that you have. You know, it's awesome, and, and Coach Edwards has been just unbelievable. I mean, one of my big deals when, when I was uh, aboard this opportunity for a job was family time. I mean, my, my family is the most important thing in the world to me, and I got four kids. And we've got a freshman here on campus who's a Sun Devil. Wow. And then our oldest son, Jake, and then we got the two little girls. And to be able to put them to bed at night, just the, the opportunity awarded and, and still have a chance to be successful has been awesome. It has been awesome having you here as well. Your new defensive scheme, how are you liking the way your guys have uh, picked it up? You know, we're, we're showing improvement week to week. Which is the the best thing. I mean, they're competing hard. They're playing hard. I think the most, my proudest moment so far of this season. I mean, we I was we stressed running to the football. I, I knew you'd bring this one up. And when we had that sack, sack fumble that Lole caused, we had nine guys on tape chasing the ball that looked like it was incomplete. And to me, I was more proud of that than anything else we've done so far because they're getting our, they're understanding our expectation of how hard we're going to play. And if we can continue to build on that, we can build something special. Was that your best game defensively Saturday against The second Utah? half was, definitely. I mean, I think uh, there was about a point in the, the six minutes to go in the second quarter where the line of scrimmage changed for both on the offense and defensive side. Our offensive line started pounding them. Our defensive guys started figuring out where the blocking schemes, and, and we became the aggressor. And from that point on, it was a completely different ball game. What and was the key in the second half? Was it just getting better run fits and stopping or slowing down that running game? Because they were having success in the first half running the ball with Zach. Oh, oh big time! There, I mean, uh, it was it was funny. I, I love Coach Edwards. At one point, he comes uh, he comes up to me. He goes, Coach, are we going to be okay? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're pounding. I was like, Coach, we're going to be fine. Just we'll just just give us some time. We'll we'll start hitting some gaps that they haven't seen. We'll start running some stunts. And and uh, sure enough, the guys we started becoming the aggressor. And when you're the aggressor in this sport, you have a chance. And then we started giving them some stuff. We had seen some stuff on film, and the defensive coaches have done a great job, Coach White, Coach Pierce, and Coach Nua, of identifying weaknesses during the week. And then we get together as a staff, and we kind of try and put something together to to exploit what we find. And when those guys started executing what we were calling, it it was really fun. Danny had the media enthralled yesterday. It was his day to meet with the media after practice. And at your news conference, I thought it was awe-inspiring, hilarious. He literally went down every defensive possession from memory, almost play-by-play play of every every defensive uh, stand that you were out there for that game uh, uh, last Saturday. Uh, that's uh, that's probably that's a coaching. weird little trick that I have. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've been able, since I was a little kid, to memorize just oddball things. And... I think it helps on game day a little bit because I try to keep an idea of what we've done on second and long, third and long, so we don't give them repeat calls. Um, like I said, against Stanford, Coach Shaw got me because we hadn't shown any pressure, and, and we finally go with the pressure on second and long to try and get a sack, and he throws a screen. So mm-hmm. 
either he had a chip in my brain or something at that point. But we try and do those things, and, and it's, it's helped. You and I have an interesting trade in common. I can go back like 20, 30 years and give you Sun Devil football scores. You know, I can tell you on November 4th, 1989, ASU won at Washington, 34-32. That's a good memory. Yeah. yeah and, and, uh, you know, an, an even better memory because the Sun Devils won. That, that, that's why I picked that game there you go. as an example. But, hey, I want to talk to you about the fact, something Coach Edwards said the first day he got here, or one of the first days he got here, that the best players are going to play. And it doesn't right. matter what class they are. And I looked at your defense uh, starting four freshmen last week, including all three of your linebackers, Merlin Robertson, Darian Butler, and Tyler Johnson, who's really, really coming on. He is. And uh, our guest from the previous segment, Ashari Crosswell, as well. What does that bode for the future, huh? You know, it's, it's exciting. I mean, the, the guys have bought into what we're doing. Uh, we've got a lot of young guys that are, that are playing at a very high level. We've got some older guys that are leading the way. I mean, Jalen Harvey, what he's been able to do for us on defense is, yeah. is unbelievable. Yep. Making the transition that he's made from from being, like we said, the, the third best third down receiver. I mean, the best third down receiver in the nation last year to come over and, and learn a completely different style. Because, I mean, he's being coached by somebody new. He's doing something completely different. And just to be able to build the trust factor and for him to buy into what we're doing and lead our guys has been awesome. And I've and, been very blessed to have him on our team. And doing it, as you've told me on several occasions, playing a position that, in your opinion, is the hardest to play and the hardest to recruit to on your defense. Talk, it is. talk about that. I think uh, the Tillman position, you're asking a guy, in most cases, to do something they've never done. If you recruit a linebacker out of high school to do it, he's never covered a wide out in space with no help. If you get a DB to do it, he's never lined up down in the box where those 300 guys are trying to kill him, 300-pound guys. So you're asking a guy to do something he's uncomfortable with, mm-hmm. which in this sport, which is such a great thing about the game of football, you have to be willing to give up your body. And when you're a 200-pound guy taking on 300-pound guys every time, it takes a toll on you. And that, that position, we don't give them any rules. We tell them, you know what, you go make plays. And the only rule they have is if they don't make plays, they get fired. Well, we haven't fired Jalen Harvey, so he's doing a, doing a wonderful job. And so that, that's, and that, that's the only way to play. If you play loose and you play with the freedom to have the ability to make plays and you're a good football player, it's got to be the greatest position in the world to play. You know, I, I actually neglected one freshman, a kid who I thought played his best game Saturday, Jermaine Lole. Yes. Uh, uh, talk about the way he has come on for you. Great young man. His personality, is, as he gets more comfortable, he's fun to be around. Uh He's actually he's going to have a chance to start this weekend, so we might have five of them out there starting this freshman. Wow. So he's done a great job. Uh, he's, he's a playmaker. They had a hard time blocking him on Saturday, and I hope they have a hard time blocking him this Saturday too. Indeed. Uh, one thing your secondary has done a really – actually, your whole defense has done a terrific job this year. You've taken away the explosive plays. Only five plays of 40 yards or more by Sun Devil opponents. There were 87 such plays in the four seasons before that. What have been the keys in that regard, in your opinion? In my opinion, you're only a good coach if you have good players. And we've got a bunch of good players on defense. We've got a bunch of good players on this football team. We I mean, look what the offense did the last two weeks and, right. and what they've continued to build from the beginning of the year. So those guys have done a great job buying in. We take calculated risks. Now the guys on the outside, Kobe and, and Chase, they've done a great job. And they've, they've built from the beginning to where they are now. Because those guys, including Ashari and Jalen, when, when they get beaten, big players are, are seen. Everybody sees them. When a D lineman misses his assignment, it's oftentimes not noticed. But when it's out in the wide open, and we don't give those guys 
a lot of help sometimes. I mean, we play with a free safety, but we expect our free safety to to be very aggressive on the run support. Mm-hmm. We don't want to we don't want to stop people from getting big plays. We want to stone them from getting nothing. And so those guys have to understand that out there on the perimeter, they're going to be by themselves sometimes, and they're they're starting to figure it out. And they've done a great job of not giving up the big plays. And it all starts up front, and you have some depth in the D line. And the guy that I, I know you were focused on in the preseason, Rennell Wren, I think you said has started to have a couple of his better games at the nose tackle. Last the last two weeks, weeks, he's played very well. He started off the season unbelievable the first two weeks, and when we went through a lull, it wasn't because he wasn't doing the doing the same things early. They were giving him some different schemes, so we had to come up with some stuff, a way to exploit what he's good at. And he stayed the course. He continued to fight. And the last two weeks, he's been a he's been a really big deal for why they we, they haven't been able to run the ball successfully, especially in the second half of the Utah game. Now, this Saturday, the UCLA Bruins come here, and I know you talked at, at length with the media yesterday. Uh, you, you really can't buy into that 2-7 and seven record completely, can you, Danny? No, very, very talented football team. I mean, if you look at their last four games, they, the, the biggest thing that they've uh, they've struggled with is some turnovers, and you can't guarantee that they're going to turn the ball over. They had almost 500 yards they against did. Oregon They last rushed week. for 296. They, they, they threw it for almost 200. The big thing was they turned the ball over. They had a punt return that went for a touchdown against them. Which they, is almost like a turnover. Yep. They yeah. fumble a punt inside the five-yard line that Oregon scores, and then they have a chance to stop. They hold them to a field goal attempt, and Oregon fakes a field goal and scores a touchdown. They also turned the ball over twice in the red zone. So, I mean, they, wow. they gave up a lot of points on Saturday, or that game, they that's 21-21. And if you take those two turnovers in the red zone, there's a chance to kick at least field goals. So there's a 27-point swing. They've got very talented athletes all the way across the board. They're playing with two quarterbacks that they don't change the offensive scheme, but they give you completely different pictures when they're in there. Mm-hmm. And like uh, Ashari talked about going against DTR as a young kid, uh, he's – He's super talented. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yes, sir. He's going to yeah. be a he's going to be a really good quarterback in this league for Bishop the years to Gorman come. Bishop High School, right? Las Did Vegas. a great job. They've got a transfer from Michigan, uh, Wilton Spite, who his he does uh, he's got a great arm and shoot. He started 16 games in the in the Big Ten for a good Michigan team. So they're very talented. The quarterback position. They like you talked about Joshua Kelly early, a great running back. I mean, he's a transfer from UC Davis. He's the Top half running back in the in the Pac-12. He's done a great job so far. And then they've got two wideouts that are very explosive that, that if we don't cover them, they can make those big plays that you talked about just a minute ago we've been able to avoid. So we got to get pressure on the quarterback. we got to, first and foremost, stop them from running the football. And we've got to play hard. If our guys will be aggressive and play hard, it'll be fun. Now, they're very talented. So yeah. I, the good thing is our kids know how talented they are. So we're not we're not looking past them. And I'm confident your kids will play hard because they doggone it, they've done it all season long. You've done a great job here. Great to have you here, Danny. Thank you. Thank you for all the kind words. It's all because we have great players. We do indeed. Danny Gonzalez, Sun Devil Defensive Coordinator, our guest tonight on All Aboard for the world's most refreshing beer. 21 means 21. Celebrate responsibly with Coors Light, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Coach Herm will rejoin me to continue our preview of uh, Saturday's Senior Day Showdown with the Bruins as All Aboard, presented by Coors Light, rolls on from the Lodge in Tempe. You're listening to the Sun Devil Radio Network. The fourth quarter is next on All Aboard with Sun Devil head football coach Herm Edwards. Visit the Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen on First and Farmer in Tempe every Thursday night during the ASU football season for All Aboard with Coach Herm. Stay afterward for great food and an ice-cold beverage or two. 
Welcome back to All Aboard, presented by Coors Light for the world's most refreshing beer. 21 means 21. Celebrate responsibly with Coors Light, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Tim Healy with you. Coach Herm Edwards back with us now as we wind down tonight's show, previewing the UCLA game. Three great guests again, huh, Coach? Uh, the Ashari, Jalen, and Coach Danny Gonzalez. What a great job he's done. And kudos to you for hiring a terrific staff, by the way. I think you've hired a splendid coaching staff. Well, I said this, this is one of the best staffs I've had of men, uh, and that's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Danny Gonzalez didn't tell you the whole story about before, when we were playing in the first quarter, and uh, I, we, you know, we're always talking on the microphones, you know, right, the headsets, right. and I'm always hooked into Danny or the offensive guys. And I flip over to Danny, and, and they're running the ball, and you know, Danny says, "Well, we'll get them stopped." And the first thing I tell him is, "Danny, if you don't get them stopped, they're gonna run for 400 yards." <laughs> so yeah. he looks at me, like, he says, "Go take a run." I said, "They're gonna run for 400 yards." <laughs> and he figured out we got it stopped, and uh, and after that, but I have so many good conversations with Danny on that thing. I tell you what, it's just amazing if the fans could just hear I was the conversations say, they could that go on. The, if they could record <laughs> during the suckers. coordinators, like between Danny and Colin Likens up there, you know, oh, I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I I call when I get a hold of Cole Likens, I, I always say. I'm on line two with the offense. Turn on two. I said, Coach Likens. <laughs> he, said, he says, yes. I said, can, you can help me if you do this. <laughs> he says, I'll send it right down, Coach. I'll, I'll see what I can oh, do I for you. What? It's hilarious. Oh, I'll, bet it is. Boy, I'll, I'll, what? I'll bet it is. Well, NFL films, I know, get some of that oh, stuff sometimes at the pro level. But it's great, great stuff. You know, Coach, at your uh, press meeting yesterday, you said something or you, you uh, chatted for a bit. About some, I said something that I really found compelling. You said that when you were growing up playing football, that neither your mom or your dad was ever able to come to one of your games. Is that correct? True statement. Yeah. My mom never watched me play high school football. Wow. Never watched me play college football. Wow. Scared to death. No kidding. My father never watched me play high school football. Because he worked. He was always working. He a, was a couple he had, of hours yeah, he away. He had a job right? away that from our home for about. Uh, and, the, and you grew up in whole high seaside? school career. Yeah, Seaside, yeah. California, yeah, my near the lovely town of Monterey. Yes, my father uh, served in in the army 22 years. Uh, Korean War and World War II. My mom was a German war bride. Um, wow. And so, uh, you know, growing up, I mean, my father he had a job once he got out of the army, a construction guy, and was about three hours away. I didn't see him until on the weekends. He'd work from Monday to Friday. He'd get home Friday night. And I'd see him Saturday and Sunday, and then he'd leave to go back. And my mom worked as a waitress uh, on, the, on the Army base. And she was scared to death of football. She wasn't going to let me play. It's kind of ironic. My my high school football coach is coming to this game. Wow. That's you know? cool. So it's the first That's guy really that cool. I really learned how to play football. Yeah. And so... But then as things went on, my father watched me play my first, my second game of my rookie year against the Rams. You know, it's kind of ironic. That Is was that the first, Joe, Joe Willie name? That was the Joe Willie name in, interception. Yeah, yeah so okay. He, got, he saw me play one game. You know, and he, he, tragically he died uh, that uh, that year after my uh, rookie year. You know, so. But you said your mom went from not watching you oh. high, high school or college to like she's like a pro football buff now. Oh boy, I mean, she watches football now. Yeah. Now she's 91. You know, and she still wow. kind of she'll, she'll watch every once in a while. But I, I can remember from the time she wouldn't watch football and then going and watching me play in a Super Bowl. I mean, she was, I mean, she was oh, watching man. the game. Now she's Can you imagine? She, she's almost as bad as my wife. <laughs> you don't want to be around my wife during a football game. There is no talking. She doesn't want anybody to talk. She's watching the game. I mean, she is into the game, period. I mean, it's it's, it's amazing deal. That's, uh, yeah. And she's into, so if you ever see her during the first football game, do not talk to her. 
So what's her demeanor going to be like Saturday? Well, hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. First thing she'll tell me, though, if the defense doesn't play good, then defense doesn't play good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing she'll notice, yeah. right? Yeah. They're not tackling. When are they, when are they tackling? <laughs> when, when, uh, on game day, like Saturday, will there be any signs, say, in pregame warm-ups or in the locker room where you're going to observationally say, I think we're, I think we're ready or oh, I'm not sure if we're ready to play this game? No, I think that there's a different air about our football team right now. As a coach, you always want the team to be led by the players. It's a player's team. And I think they're starting to learn that. It's their football team. And we just put them in position where they have to go play. And we service the players. And once the team becomes a player's team and they run it, then, then you're going in the right direction. These Indeed. guys are starting to figure that out. And, boy, it's shown in the last two weeks, and uh, we all hope it shows again on Saturday. It all begins with the Sun Devil Tailgate Show, hosted by Jeff Munn and Jordan Simone at 10 a.m. Kickoff at 12.06 Saturday, ASU and UCLA. Thanks to our hosts here at the Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen, to our great engineer producer, Sean Crespin, our studio coordinator, Cody Fincher, and thanks to ASU Senior Associate Athletic Director, Tim Cassidy, for their help. Herm, good luck this weekend. Going to be a good one. Yes, it will. And thank you for joining us. So now for Coach Herm Edwards, I'm Tim Healy. Thanks for listening to All Aboard with Herm Edwards. So long, everybody. You've been listening to All Aboard with Sun Devil football coach Herm Edwards. All Aboard is presented by Coors Light and airs live from the Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen in Tempe. Arizona State football is an exclusive presentation of the Sun Devil Radio Network, presented by Mid First Bank.